We will go ahead and get started with today's Verizon IndyCar Series post-qualifying press conference for the IndyCar Grand Prix. Joined now by two members of our Firestone Fast Six, Robert Wickens driving the number six Lucas Oil SPM Honda for Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports, and also reigning champion Joseph Newgarden driving the number one Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet. Joseph will be starting sixth in tomorrow's IndyCar Grand Prix. Joseph, I know that it's a good qualifying result for you, probably not quite where you wanted to be in the Firestone Fast Six, but take us through your qualifying session and, and ultimately how you ended up with this result. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think the, bi the big thing was getting in the Fast Six for us. Unfortunately, that was kind of my goal. Um, we've been in the top 10, but just kind of hovering in it. You know, we haven't been super strong this weekend. We've been kind of a 10th or two off wheels. So, you know, he put in a good lap, so congrats to him. and. Uh, the 12 car guys, that was, that was a good lap he did at the end. Um, I think we would have been okay. I think we probably had, you know, third or fourth potential. Um, I don't know. We, did, we, we went out and did one lap, had a huge lockup in turn one with the rear, and then, you know, just didn't, you know, didn't really get to finish it. So not sure ultimately where we would have landed, but I think we were in that third to fourth range. So happy to be in the fast six. I think that, that's good for us tomorrow. We can work with that. We just got to keep trying to chip away and find our speed. We've just been missing it this, this weekend for whatever reason. So I think we're getting there. We made some progress in qualifying. We just have to keep going and um, you know, make it last for tomorrow now. So everyone's done a good job. It's good to have Verizon on the car and, and hoping to have a good weekend tomorrow. You also have two, team, two teammates that have been quite dominant here on the IndyCar Grand Prix circuit. Does that ultimately add to the, the data information and add to the success of your car potentially? Oh, yeah. It's always good to have, you know, good teammates. I mean, all the guys. It's good to have Elio back. He's got something to contribute all the time. So we always have a wealth of information to look at. Uh, the trick is uh, making the most of it. You know, when you have a lot to look at, you got to pick it apart and uh, take what's good. Um, you know, kind of ignore the bad, but but not let it overload you, you know, as far as um, trying to trying to learn too much. So. Yeah, it's a good problem to have most of the time. You want, I'd rather have more than, than, than not enough. So, yeah, it's just uh, you got to manage it the best you can. But we have, yeah, some of the best, like you said. Will's always been strong here. Same with Simon. So um, we got a lot of good data to look at. And joined next to you by Robert Wickens, who will start second in tomorrow's IndyCar Grand Prix. Robert making his first start here on the IndyCar, in the, excuse me, Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course, and also didn't get to test here earlier earlier this month or late last month, possibly, at all points. Robert, coming into this weekend, did you expect to be so strong right off the back? Um, no, to be honest. I mean, we, um, you know, I have all the faith in my in my Schmidt Peterson Motorsports guys that that we would uh, that we'd be competitive. But you know, it wasn't a particularly strong test from us. And like you said, I I didn't do it because of an injury. So it uh, kind of an unknown coming here. But we seem to do this time and time again here at Schmidt Peterson Motorsports, where you know, kind of a bad rehearsal and then a, a good gig the, the next time around. But uh, no, so it, in the end, I mean, I was very happy with the car. I mean, all, all day, I mean, right from free practice two, to be honest, free practice one, we struggled a bit, but we turned it around and then was uh, feeling great in the quality, felt really good. Um, and then unfortunately in Q3, I made a mistake on the first lap. Um, so which made me do a second lap. And so far I've been getting the lap time on lap one on the reds and Basically, uh, yeah, just missed it. But bittersweet. I mean, I, I feel like a jerk being uh, upset with second place. But uh, you know, I think when when you when you go quickest in your first two qualies, you kind of hope to finish the job off. But nevertheless, it's a great job by Schmidt Peterson Motorsports. Both of us in the fast six, and uh, both of us have uh, some good opportunities for tomorrow. Jordan King 
driving the number 20 Ed Carpenter Racing Fuzzies Vodka Chevrolet for the team starting fifth in tomorrow's race, also making his second Firestone Fast Six appearance, his first in St. Pete. And Jordan, you were saying that this track was one of the first tracks that you've actually gotten to test on prior to coming to. Do you feel like that added time really helped you? Definitely, yeah. So obviously we did a whole day testing beforehand and the first lap this morning I was straight up to speed where normally it takes you know, a couple of runs to really get into the circuit and, and learn the little characteristics, but I didn't need to do that today. So overall, it was, it was a, a good start, really. Next to you, James Hinchcliffe, driving the number five Aero Electronic Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports Honda, starting fourth in tomorrow's race. And James, kind of the opposite situation for you. You did come here to test, but it didn't go quite as you had hoped it would go. And then earlier practices today weren't quite getting the results you were hoping for as well, but able to come up with a strong performance in qualifying where do you feel like you guys put some things together to to get you up there in qualifying yeah i mean like robbie said we're we're, we're kind of making a bit of a habit of this and man it'd be a whole lot easier on everybody in the engineering office if we just started strong on friday and, and went from there but um yeah we didn't have a, a super awesome test uh, a couple weeks ago and you know we rolled off the truck with you know some some balance problems for sure and then you know, in P2, we had a, a problem with the brake system, and, and I just, I mean, I couldn't get in my own way. I was off track more than I was on it. Uh, it was unfortunately nothing we could fix in the session, and it just, it just goes back to um, what Robbie said about how great this team is, you know, to have a, have a teammate that you can rely on as much as that. You know, he was obviously very quick in, in P2. We really had to rely on them because we weren't able to develop our car at all in, in practice two, and, um, you know, I went out in qualifying, not really knowing if the car was going to stop the way that I was kind of hoping it was going to, and had to learn a little bit by little bit, but slowly closed the gap to the guys up front and to end up where we did. Um, again, sort of like Robbie, I, I made a mistake on my uh, my flyer, my first lap in uh, in Q3, so probably lost a little bit of time there. But just huge credit to the boys for uh, for such a compressed schedule day. It was a really bad day to have a bad day, and it started off pretty bad. But we dug ourselves out again. Two cars in the fast six. I think there's only one race so far that this team hasn't been in the fast six. So just can't thank everybody at uh, Schmidt Peters Motorsports, Honda, Aero Electronics enough. Sebastian Bourdais making a new career best start here on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course. We'll start third in tomorrow's race, driving the number 18 team seal master Honda for Dale Coin Racing with Vassar Sullivan. Sebastian, you, you mentioned that, that qual qualifying is so important here, and you've had some strong finishes here before, but that, that qualifying position is really important to making that happen. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, I think qualifying is always very important, but uh, obviously, uh, you know, we, we didn't really know what that uh, CL Master Honda number 18 was going to have uh, for us, but uh, started off a little bit, which I really wasn't expecting. Uh, I thought we had a good test, and, uh, and and I really was hoping to hit the ground running, and uh, and we didn't. You know, the car was okay, but just kind of average, uh, and... Uh, then we put the Firestone red tires on, and, and it definitely uh, came to life. So I was kind of hopeful, but you also looked at the gaps, and you're like, man, that's just going to be <laughs> really, really tricky to make it. And, uh, and I really had a very, very strong first run in, in, uh, in Q1, and um, yeah, just kind of happened, positioned ourselves to be there. And, uh, and after that, uh, I almost threw it away in Q2, and, and Q3 was... Uh, was really strong just made a tiny little mistake and uh, uh you know just uh, we all put it together so that's up to him and uh, we'll see what we got tomorrow but it's always important to start at the front i think it's one of those where uh, you know if, if you can get yourself out of the melee at the at the start it's it's uh, and you can avoid the punches uh, they come pretty quick at you here so uh, you know it'll be it'd be cool to uh, 
to make it uh, kind of a trouble-free race here. The last two years, we, we really haven't been able to do that. So uh, looking forward to it tomorrow, and um, hopefully we just keep, can keep it at the front. Joined also now by our pole winner, Will Power, driving the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet. Will's third pole here on the at the IndyCar Grand Prix and his 51st all-time, which breaks a tie for third on the all-time polls record list. Will, congratulations. And you also uh, mentioned that you had a rough time at Barber and maybe were a little unsure heading into this race. What do you think came together? It's obviously a race you should feel quite confident on because of your success here. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we just... Obviously, had a very rough start to the season, but we've been quick everywhere. Started in the top three, the front row, pretty much all every race except for uh, Phoenix. So, um, yeah, we've we've been strong. Just very disappointing the way the races have gone. But uh, you know that's how it flows sometimes, and not changing anything. I know I've got the speed, and we can put races together. So, yeah, very stoked to start P1. It's definitely a hard fight. A lot of really quick guys here, and uh, very good teams. So. Um, yeah, good start. We will go ahead and open up for questions from the audience. Yes, Bruce. For whoever wants to answer this, uh, how surprised are you that there's some big names that didn't make this fast six? It just kind of shows how competitive the series has gotten, especially in, in qualifying. There's no Pagano, there's no Dixon, there's no Graham Rahal, and historically they've driven pretty well in this race. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, you look at the competition and the guys that are uh, up here, I mean, it's totally expected. A lot of, you know, young young guys are coming in, rookies who are really fast and, uh, you know, and obviously guys who've been around a long time and won championships. And, uh, I mean, it's just the tightest field there's ever been in IndyCar and it's the, the level of the teams is the best it's ever been. So it's no surprise the way it is right now. Tim? Well, what does it mean to you to be third all-time pole winner in IndyCar history? Uh, uh, where does that rank in your, in, on your mantle? Uh, yeah, I haven't really thought about it. It's um, obviously a lot of hard work <laughs> goes into qualifying. Um, you know, it's just it's something I really enjoy. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to make it to the top. <laughs> That would be, that would be, I think it's Mario. It's like 60-something. Uh, was that 50? 50, what is it? 51. Oh, 51, yeah. You have 50. 67, yeah. yeah I, I'm you not, have 51. I was going to beat that. <laughs> another, another five years. That's like, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, you'd be going a long time. <laughs> Just 16 to go. No big deal. Chris and then David. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah, like uh, Robert, you didn't test here a couple of months ago because of an injury. How much quicker did you have to pick this all up without having those laps from a couple of months ago to kind of help you give you a bit of a guidance on breaking points and other points of reference? Um, to be honest, not, not much at all. I mean, we uh, basically talked with the driver coach and spoke with James, and he gave me his references, and I just basically started there. So it was, uh, it was actually surprisingly pretty uh, fast getting up to speed but you know but, but the big thing is like we've been talking about so much here within our team is I think our working relationship is so good that I asked James like oh where are you breaking in turn one and he was like oh I think we were 350 at the test and I was like okay so my first lap I broke at 350 and it worked and then you're kind of like there right from the get-go I didn't have to like creep up to anything and you know I mean 
we, uh, you know, we spent time on simulators. I watched videos on boards, you know, this, that, the other. So, I mean, as a driver, I mean, it's actually not that hard to learn tracks, but it's hard to, to get the most out of them. David, did you have a question? Yes, Dave, in the back. Uh, Will, was it always your uh, intention to uh, do three laps in quali? Uh, in the fast six, uh, did you run two two sets of tyres? Are you talking to me? Yeah. yeah. I did two laps, fast six. I just did one and one. Yeah, yeah. on two s different oh, sets Oh, two of sets, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a plan, yeah. Yeah, um, we just, that's, I felt like that would give you the best chance um, because it, I think if you went <coughs> two laps on one set, you'd probably lose out in the second lap. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, the tyre hung on really well. It uh, felt as good as a new. Matt, did you have a question? Probably the same time. I don't understand why. This is for uh, Will, James, Sebastian, and Joseph. Uh, the past couple of years here of this race, um, so we can go. The passing has been difficult. So I'm curious, with the new uh, Universal Aero kit, do you guys expect there to be more passing, a little bit more competition near the front? Yeah, yeah, it definitely is easier to follow. So, yeah, and I think there'll be more mistakes, especially it's hotter and, um, you know, the cars have left less downforce. So, yeah, I, I think so. I think, you know, when we raced here with the original DW12, there was a lot of passing and, um, you know, tyres went off and you could get a good run on people because they'd make, make a mistake in the last corner, which last year was easy, wide open every lap. So, yeah. Mary? I have two questions. The first one is for Sebastian. Um, if your car um, during qualifying, you know, maybe wasn't exactly perfect, you'd still advanced. Was there anything that the team could do to improve it, like for the last um, top six? No, honestly, it was perfect to begin with. Like on, in Q1, it was the, f the best representation of, uh, of the car. Um, like I said, I made a mistake in Q2, which like, was big enough that I thought we we're not going to make it. And uh, and then in, in Q3, I made a, a small mistake that I was good enough to throw away the pole, but uh, not you know it's not a bad not not a bad position to start. So I'm pretty pretty happy. No, I think the the guys honestly was uh, you know it's no secret we we have a fairly limited resource group and and we you know pulling very hard on everyone. Uh, nobody's shop based. Everybody's coming to on the road and. Uh, it's it's hard for everybody, and and that's why it's so enjoyable to uh, to be able to, uh, um, you know, put the results on on the track like that because it's uh, it means a lot and uh, and it cheers everybody and and at least it makes it feel worth it. Uh, so uh, really pleased to be a part of that uh, Delcon Racing uh, Vassar and Sullivan organization. I think it's uh, it's quite special what we're capable of doing right now. And to another team that seems very capable, Schmidt Peterson. Motorsports uh, seems to be the t one of the teams to beat this year, more so than in past seasons. But I have to ask James and Robbie, um, after seeing yesterday's press conference, how you two can get anything accomplished, because you seem to be having such a good time and joking with each other. How do you actually get to the point of being serious? We normally get kicked out of the engineering office. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're calling us the productivity sponge is kind of what's going on when, when we join the room. But, you know, I think there, there's times to joke around and there's times to work. I mean, we're both professionals, so even though... 
Couldn't even give a straight face. Um, we do okay. We get it done. It takes longer, but we get it done. Uh, one for Jordan. With the two fast sixes in your first four IndyCar qualifying attempts, are you ahead of where you expected to be at this point, or have you surprised yourself by being in one in, one in really mixed conditions and one in kind of more traditional conditions today? I wouldn't say I've surprised myself. I'm more just focusing on you know, doing my own job and doing it at my own speed, and it's it's proven to work. So it's not not so much that I'm constantly looking at the the timing and scoring and seeing where I am. I'm just you know, getting on with it, and where I end up is is where I end up. Uh, this is for James. Uh, when you were mowing the grass in practice number one, did you envision you'd practice be able to... Practice two, come on, get it right. Practice two, <laughs> did you envision that you'd be able to be fast six when you were out there trying to get the car righted? Obviously. I mean, that was that was the plan. We were just practicing for, you know, if you get spun out in the race. So I was just spinning out a lot to make sure any stall was working, and those were all test test items at <laughs> Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, it's no secret. The, the, the start of our day was pretty horrendous, and... Um, <laughs> You know, we, we both had kind of a rough P1. Um, we, we obviously tried to develop the car for P2. We had that brake problem, like I said, which had me just all over the racetrack. And, uh, you know, I lost all confidence in, in the brakes of the car, the handling of the car. We didn't develop anything on our side. So, uh, you know, obviously so much credit goes to Robbie and the six guys. And it's just, it's really the epitome of teamwork. You know, we've, uh, we've managed to do this a couple times this year where we didn't have the most productive, you know, whatever practice session it was, one, two, or three. Um, but we managed to kind of put it all together for qualifying, and that's uh, that's through a lot of hard work and a lot of you know stressful hours sitting in the engineering office trying to figure out what to do. But yeah, I, I'll admit I'm uh, very very pleased considering where we were at the end of uh, the end of practice too. And for Will, um, you got a lot of fast young drivers in the series this year that are pushing you pretty hard, but you're still the master when it comes to poles. How satisfying is that? Uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's definitely satisfying when you get a pole like this. Or you have to when you get to work so hard for it these days. That, so when you get one, you're pretty happy um, because you're beating, I reckon, the best guys in the world. So it's uh, yeah, I like to give the young blokes a hard time when I can. <laughs> I hate saying that now because I don't class myself as old. We do, but yeah, thanks. Every everybody yeah. everybody else does. Yeah. Any final questions? He said it. Well, my teammate's 19, so you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, for Jordan, I'm not sure if I saw this correctly, but it seemed to me maybe it was the top six that you didn't go out until there was like a, less than a minute. And I was just wondering if um, you had just a lot of confidence in your ability to do that and, um, you know, whether you were saving tires for the race. I'm just wondering what the thinking was behind that. Because you, you would be under a lot of pressure to be able to do that with only, um, like, one run, basically. In, what, in the first session? Q3. Oh, in Q3. Um, well, I, yeah. yeah, so in Q3, I didn't think we waited that much later than anybody else. Um, but, no, I was quite confident. I thought we we would be a bit higher up um, after Q2. Um, it 
felt good, felt like we had some good margin. Uh, but on the used tyres, I just couldn't quite switch them on in the same way and, and get the lap time out of it. So, uh, yeah, maybe we, we hindered ourselves a little bit there by being a bit confident. But um, I didn't see it being a problem. Any final questions? Gentlemen, good luck tomorrow. Thank you very much. Thank you.